welcome to another episode of Talk Stupid to Me. I'm Justin Emery. Cheers. <laughs> I'm Peter Collins. <laughs> and I'm Joe Damon. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about some of the most secure places in the world. Yeah, just security in general and secure people. Yeah. Yeah. Just the highest levels of security that we could find. It, uh, you know, this always reminds me of that Joe Rogan thing where he talks about the guy breaking in the White House and he's just like, really? Did that actually happen? Yeah. It's surprising. I just, I don't know. It, it didn't start with all that grandeur shit, though. It was just probably like a lock or something. Yeah. Or like a fence. I feel like fences might have came before locks. A lock on the fence. Right. One of the, one of the two. Yeah. Chicken and the egg, really, argument there. but Or it might have even just been a dude with a stick. Yeah, or a guard. You know, like sitting outside of his yeah. cave. You try coming in there to take something from him, he's going to beat you with that stick. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. the first yeah. security guard. I think, like, some of the oldest evidence they have of just security, like, is, like, encryption, though, I think. Because yeah. you really can't. You're going to find a guy with a stick. You don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Well, and it's hard to tell if it's security, if it's encrypted. Like, you have to decrypt it. <laughs> I think they just found, like, just different, like, hieroglyphics. That, that just like, might didn't... have been a dyslexic carver. It might not have been supposed to be encrypted. That's true. <laughs> That's the problem with looking shit up, you know? I have no idea. Plus, it's security. and you, Like you said, there, you're not supposed to know. Yeah. So, uh, I would imagine it was something like that. I think they said that they did it in ancient Egypt and... Uh, they found the first lock in Nineveh, wherever the hell that is, somewhere in the old Egypt, some palace somewhere. Okay. They said uh, Caesar used to encode things. He was one of the first grandmasters of encoding. And Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Cryptography? Yeah. It's kind of cool. cool, man. Yeah. And then Thomas Jefferson also was uh, known to do that shit. He invented the Jefferson disc. Okay. It was is that like of, the decoder ring That's thing? what I like thought the, about it, yeah. little orphan Annie yeah. decoder <laughs> ring from a Christmas story? Yeah. That's, I mean, I just... My brain touched on all sorts of things uh, when I was looking stuff up. So, well, and he was a Mason, right? Like, I assume. Yeah, I think they all were he was, right, and that's I'm assuming he was because he was one of the founding fathers, and they're all about encryption and codes and stuff. Yeah, I saw the movie <laughs> with uh, Nicolas Cage. What's yeah, that? Da Vinci Co- or no, <laughs> that the that's National Treasure. Treasure. Yeah. I was thinking the Da Vinci Code with uh, Tom yeah, Hanks. That was the remake, well, that's all right? about encryption <laughs> and shit. Well, anyway, uh, they were into it. Yeah. And so it's fairly popular shit. Now we guard like really f- popular people. I don't know if they had guards or not. I know they were like there for each other. Uh, no, they did. That's what knights were and shit. Like that's why they existed. They were there to protect the king and stuff, right? Yeah. I just don't know. Like even if you weren't a knight, what if you just had like like a lot of money? I mean, before cops, you know? Yeah. Before the, the bankers and all that. I don't know. Had to be somebody like, hey, man. Watch my shit for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. some farmers like, hey, I have all these cows. If you help watch these cows, I'll give you a bunch of beef. You right. Know, like, <laughs> well, that was like, that's a value of family, too. Right. You know, right. that you can go out and forage and hunt while someone watches your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But like nowadays we have like cyber security and we have like a lock for almost everything like passwords yeah or a lock and oh yeah you can use your fingerprint or your face fucking yeah your your face is a lock (laughs) now well your face is a key oh it's a key yeah that's right yeah right that does lock and unlock things yeah so that shit blows my mind just in general when i think about that like i use the same password for everything everybody if you hack into me you got everything (laughs) just take it I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, the, the things that don't matter. 
Yeah. Who wants to play my Star Citizen game? Nah, probably nobody. Yeah, well, things that like don't matter, I usually make stupid, really easy to remember passwords. And then things that do matter, I use, like, a, I, I still use, like, the same couple ones, but, yeah. you know, they're more in-depth. And that kind of just goes to show you how security goes in general. Uh, it's only as strong as its weakest link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's super weird like that, because you can have, like, shit ton of people guarding you and... Well, you it's like password the, on everything, but it's like, have you guys heard about like the problem Kia is having right now? Kia, the car company. Yeah. Like there's a way you can hotwire the car using like a USB cable. See, and it's like, they have all these other locks and you know, there's probably a computer chip in your key to make sure that you can start it and blah, 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 blah. But if someone has a USB cable from five below, they can hijack your car. <laughs> that's crazy. See that that's like the problem with, getting cool things it is it always like bottlenecks at security yeah but a kia is not that cool of a thing. No. <laughs> well, I mean, a car that, that's true they look cool though they really do they get up close like wow what is that and you're like oh they changed their yeah. logo that's why i, I can't yeah. read their logo anymore but i mean like really cool things like stuff that connects to your house and like unlocks your door with your mind yeah no way like, dude. or whatever you know like that's badass but all you have to do is just figure out how to hack into that you know, and it's not like you have to take somebody's eyeballs. They don't even have it that cool anymore. Right, like a human thought up how to make that security system so another human can think up how to break that security system. Right. Yeah, for sure. If you guys don't believe me, like, just watch the lockpicking lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that guy's awesome. <laughs> Your shit is not secure. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's just no. like, and let, even if you're like a millionaire, billionaire, like, they, like I'm just, I don't know. Just, yeah, that guy's just a, a dude on YouTube who has a channel where he just, buys these locks that are supposed to be uber secure and it'll take 10 hours to break into this yeah. lock and he breaks into it in like seven seconds with two wrenches <laughs> yeah. he gets literally he, too. he gets them from all over the world and yeah shit, like ancient ones and yeah that that shit's pretty entertaining but uh i found out the internet's probably the most secure thing in the whole world what? like the actual internet that i could find yeah at least oh. personally uh and i did look into a few things but there's this thing called i can I-C-A-N-N, Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers. Okay. I'll try to keep the geek speak to a minimum because I really <laughs> don't much understand it. But you have, like, IP addresses and then, you know, which is, like, your, like, numbered address with yeah. a couple dots and numbers and whatever. And then you have, like, DNS things. And then, basically, there's this chain of command between accessing a site and like, there's like, they have a public key and a private key and then they have to match up and then someone checks to see if the public key is good. And then someone checks to see if the private key is good. And it goes all the way up and up and up all the way to this ICANN. Okay. And it's just, there's like eventually seven people that have like the keys of the internet, I guess. I'm pretty sure they're affiliated with this. And again, my brain just kind of wanders when I start hyper click or, you know, clicking hyperlinks and shit. But uh, it's these seven people, one from Great Britain, one from USA, one from China, one from a place I've never heard of. I'd love to hear Peter pronounce this. It looks like it says Burkina Faso. (laughs) And then apparently Trinidad and Tobago get a key. So it's Czech Republic and Canada. Yeah. They have to get five of the seven of them together with their physical keys. And they make Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Internet. And then, and then those five have to like access like a hardware thing and then they open up and then there's like smart keys inside of this box. Yeah. And I just keep like picturing like Richard Pryor and like Superman with his foot up on the thing. Every time I think about pe- people having to get together like Captain Planet, like you just said, and just like trying to do both of the keys at the same time from right. like eight feet away. And uh, that's just kind of how shit works. There's like fail safes involved. 
and then the internet, man. Yeah, they have to have all those people together. And it's just weird that, you know, what kind of, how did you get that job? Yeah. You know what I mean? How trustworthy are you? Right. Are you just like a super nerd that doesn't go anywhere? And they're like, ah, he's going to be home all the time. I don't know. But now I want to see a heist movie of someone trying to steal the internet. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> and they're like killing off the people and taking their keys. It's like an Ocean's <laughs> Eleven of people trying to yeah. steal the physical internet. <laughs> I don't know if they get to keep it. They can hold it ransom. Right. Yeah. They can shut it off. I'm really embarrassed as to how like badly that affects me nowadays when, when the internet's out. Yeah. Oh, it would affect everything though. Like yeah. Our, but our infrastructure. That's like, just my internet. I can only imagine what would happen yeah. if I went everywhere I went and they're like, no, we can't take that. No, yeah. we can't do this. No, we're done. We're just completely closed. Do you have cash? Right. Yeah, let me go get some from the ATR. Oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah. Here, just the, use my car. Oh, damn. It. It'd be like the worst day ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it'd be like when we had that blackout in, what was it, 2004? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think I was here. I think I was getting a hurricane instead, Yeah. which is kind of cool. That's a blackout <laughs> for a few weeks. But no, I feel like the internet would be the shittiest out of all those things. For, like the whole internet went down, so scary that that's a thing so, yeah but that's pretty difficult i feel like that's like harder than just walking down the white house lawn and opening up the front door well the white house i actually looked up some of their security stuff and you couldn't find too much because you know they want to keep it secure right so like you couldn't you could find like reporters and other instances of people claiming that the white house has things but the white house just won't officially comment on it oh, you smart. know yeah. so yeah. like they have infrared sensors and pressure sensors underneath like all of the white house like they know where the president is by like his footsteps what yeah in like his actual footprint that's right. how much he weighs <laughs> yeah, it's like the the marauders map from harry potter i don't know if you guys know what that is i know what harry potter is in harry potter there's like uh like a paper map that they can use and they like cast a spell and then it shows the footprints of like people walking oh, down okay. the map so right you on. can see where they are and that's how they <laughs> keep track of the president and like these pressure sensors go like past the white house like line in like into the street and shit so that they can like see people approaching and you know tell if someone's like running towards it or driving a car right at it Wow. They have like all these barricades and shit and this insanely tall fence. But then they also have like bulletproof glass, of course, right? Yeah, of course. But they didn't have bulletproof glass until the Oklahoma City bombing. But what? Like before that like when that happened, they were like, Oh, we should probably up the security here, huh? That we got like, like the president. Right. It? That was in the nineties, yeah. Totally. It's ridiculous. But now they have bulletproof glass and like there's different levels of it and everyone just they're not sure because like I said, the White House won't comment, but everyone's pretty sure it's like level eight, which is like the highest level there is. Okay. It actually helped when Obama was in office because there's like 147 windows or something crazy like that in the White House. Yeah, there seems to be a lot. And while he was in office, some guy tried sniping into there with oh, like a really? high power rifle from like 2000 yards away or something. Yeah. And it didn't even like crack through. Like the glass had no problem blocking it. Nice. Wow. But yeah, there's also like, you know, everyone knows like the situation room in the basement, right? It's like a reinforced steel bunker shit, you know, where the president goes like during nine 11, he went down there, you know, and everything. Oh, right. Just in case. Right. But there's also like secret tunnels, like a couple of years ago, they were doing renovations for two years where they were digging up like all of the property and they 
they won't report what they were doing. So everyone assumes that they were building more tunnels to like uh, the Capitol building and the treasury and stuff. Wow. But I don't know. It's kind of weird to me. Like when you think about secret tunnels, you would kind of think like, oh, the more there are, the better secure I am, right? Because I can get out this way or that way. I can go through the conservatory or the ballroom or whatever. But then, but then people could also in. come in, right? That's why security is so weird. Yeah. It's because if you open one door closes, another one yeah. opens almost. Yeah. It's like yeah. literally like that. It's so stupid. So a couple of years ago, too, someone was like flying a drone over the White House. Totally not allowed. Right. Well, oh, he was like the first. It was like when drones were first coming oh, out. Oh, that's wow. hilarious. And he was just a tourist <laughs> who had a drone and was like, I'm going to get some cool shots of the White House property. Uh, uh, yeah, they did not like that. They ended up taking it down, and now they have an army of like their own drones yeah, oh, that sure can like jam the signals of other drones so they fall out of the sky or they can attack them and take them out of the sky and shit. Some some battlefield other. shit, man. Yeah. That's some straight video game stuff. It's like battle bots in there. <laughs> Crazy. And then there's a bunch of, you know, snipers on top of the roof of the White House at all times watching every direction. And that's kind of scary. <laughs> like <laughs> you go there for vacation and some dude's got a high powered rifle scope aimed at you. You know, think how boring that job is. Huh? Yeah. Just <sighs> just keep staring. I mean, unless just you like people looking. watching. Yeah, well, just, yeah. I mean, that's watching. what they have to do. They have to scan the area with snipers and shit. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to do it. And, like, you know, of course, they're, like, the best of the best, like, highly trained. Apparently, they have to, like, requalify every month for their shooting, like, accuracy. <laughs> they have to, like, be able to hit the target dead center with, that, with no misses or else you're off the White House detail. Don't wow. you wish, like, a driver's license were like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, stop on the line. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. Just stop on this line. Yeah. And then there's even... Uh, People had like reporters have gotten pictures of it, but it's a no fly zone like all of Washington, D.C. ever since 9 11. Like, you can't fly over D.C., so no one can get like an aerial view of the White House. But reporters have gotten pictures from like far away and zoomed in, and there's like a giant uh, it looks like an Avenger missile array. Okay. Which I don't know is pretty cool like to have that on the White House, I think. Like it's scary having the snipers, but I think it's cool having the missiles. Yeah. And it's in case anyone does fly over DC and doesn't like wow. follow the directions instantly, they can take them out. Right there, huh? Yeah. See, I always thought they just had like the FAAs or or whatever the hell like the F twenty twos. Oh yeah, they have a <laughs> bunch of like yeah, high speed jets and shit that are ready to intercept at a minute. I never realized they too. had their own missiles and shit. Yeah. I don't even know if they had those on Air Force One or not. It's still speculated Yeah, that Air Force One has missiles. And did you know Air Force One isn't like a specific plane? There's two of them, right? Right. Yeah. And Air Force One is whichever one the president is on. Yeah, so I it did changes have that. all the time. They're due for an upgrade on that pretty soon. Yeah. yeah it so. has a yeah. bulletproof glass, though. Oh, it has oh, bulletproof everything. It can refuel in the air. It can withstand a nuclear blast on the ground, they say. Yeah, and it has, like, magnetic shielding so, like, an EMP won't spry its circuits and drop it out of the air and everything. That shit's pretty cool. Yeah, and Harrison Ford was on it once. <laughs> oh, man. Is that is that what the clear and present danger? Is that the other one? No, it's Air Force One. Is that Air what it's Force called, Air Force yeah. One? That's, that's the remake of clear and present danger? That's Get off right. my plane! Yeah. Oh, my God. No, I mean, sometimes I, I wonder what they say is, like, real. 
Because I know they're hiding a ton of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder if they're just bullshitting. Like, oh, yeah, the, the ground, it's sensors. And we can see you. Yeah. Where you stop. No, I bet that. But, you know, like. See, like, with the case of the White House, I feel like they're not. Te- like, we don't know half the shit they have. Yeah, I think have. they have way more. But then again, that is a good tactic, though. If we think they have way more. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, then we won't bluffing, even try it. Yeah, bluff yeah. your way into security. You can just put park like an empty cop car somewhere, and people are gonna be like, hmm. "Yeah, it's the same idea of like people who have like the alarm company sticker on their window, but have never had the service, or have a beware yeah. of dog yeah. sign and don't have any dogs." Yeah. Yeah, but now you don't know. It's like a, <laughs> that's not a missile array. It's a air conditioner painted to look like one. <laughs> right. Some wily coyote trick. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. It could be some Wizard of Oz shit. <laughs> you never know. Right? Yeah. Just don't go behind the curtain. Pay no attention to the missiles behind the curtain. <laughs> Seriously. That's a good point, Justin. I don't know, man. And they have to hit one way or another. We're not sure. Yeah. And yeah, us exactly. not being sure yeah. is already is a win. That's security yeah. in yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I looked into it a little bit. There's actually a building in New York. Yeah. There's a lot of them. The, well, it doesn't have windows. Oh, okay. And it's supposed to be like an AT&T building. I thought you were going to say it was a strip club <laughs> or a hardware store. Right. Those are the only two that I ever see without windows. <laughs> but the uh, the building looks really ominous. Okay. You know, without having windows, it looks like something out of Judge Dredd or something. Right. Um, but it's just a dark spire. Yeah. Like most of the security for that is people don't know what the hell's in there. Yeah. And they don't really let people in there. It's one of those weird things where it's like you sign one of many different books because there's like a bunch of different telecoms companies there. Okay. From what people know. Like AT&T's there and they also service Verizon and a few others from what I found out. But it's like the size of a 40-story building, but it's only got 20 stories in it. Oh, okay. Because they're like twice the size of most floors right like 20 foot ceilings or something probably put mainframes in there and the basement from what i read was completely like blacked out no signal yeah like the sub like a basement Faraday cage yeah so like they're securing some sort of telecommunications there's also supposed to be some like nsa spying that goes on in there well yeah it's where all the telecommunications are centered you just go to that one building yeah but yeah, even the building itself, not having windows and all that, right. was designed to withstand a nuclear blast. Okay. Yeah, so the building opened in 1974. So it was like Cold War stuff too, you know, like they really like built it to withstand anything. And they said if the president was in New York City during 9-11, that they would have taken him there. Oh, okay. That's how secure this place is. Yeah, they have a ton of, like, fail-safes in place for the president. Like, Secret Service has all these, like, crazy plans. Like, wherever the president is, he's never, like, 10 minutes away from a trauma center. Like, they carry bags of his type of blood on them just in case, like, something happened and he needed, like, an emergency blood transfusion. It's probably his blood. It might be. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, Yeah, Brandon. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe right. that's why the presidents all have kids. Oh, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's a fail safe in general, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're not even allowed to go, like, they have everything calculated within, like, a few yards of his movement. 
Yeah. Like they know exactly what to do within a certain proximity and who does what. It's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was always mind blown that they got JFK. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and then again, that points to like the infallible nature of the, or the fallible rather nature of security. Yeah. It's crazy. Totally. It's so weird. Like they shot Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Ronald Reagan. What the hell, man? He's a little man. But he was a cowboy. He should have been able to deal with it. Something. He should he have did. shot back. He did get to heal. He took it like a boss. <laughs> I think they just let him out of prison, didn't they? Uh, Mark David Chapman. Is that his name, right? I thought it was Hinckley. Oh, yeah. John Hinckley Jr. Mark David Chapman's the guy that shot Lennon. I'm trying to think. No, they let Searhan, Searhan out of prison. Right. He shot uh, Kennedy. Robert Kennedy. This is a great talk, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Random Facts. <laughs> About just, assassinations yeah. and attempted assassinations. I'm Joe Damon. So one of the places I always think of when you talk about like most secure places is Fort Knox. Oh, yes. yeah. In Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, it, you, it, places get called the Fort Knox of... Right. That's at, like... Yeah. It's yeah. the Cadillac of security, if you will. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wow, funny. The Kleenex even. Yeah. And that place <laughs> is pretty crazy, but there's tons of conspiracy theories about it, too, because they won't, like, let people in there. Right. Like, they won't... Like, even the president. The last president who was in there was uh, Roosevelt. Yeah. Because he was president when it was built. He was president like the entire like time they were building it. Probably he was president yeah. for like forty years. <laughs> so it's in the center of like a military base, right? And there's like a fort, right? There's like two rows of fences and a giant concrete barrier too. And like when you pull up, like if you can pull up, you know, you have to drive down this long road, and they have people surveying all of that. If you get to the, like the front gate. There's like two guard booths that you have to like give your credentials to. Mm-hmm. Then when you get to the next gate, there's two more guard booths you have to deal with. There's dudes on the roof. Like the walls are, I can't remember how thick they are, but they're insanely thick. And like the front door, it's 21 feet and it's 22 tons. Mm-hmm. So it is like a giant blast door. And then there's a face ID iPhone on the other side of that door. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But yeah, like when you're trying to get into the actual vault, like when you go down in the basement where the actual vault is, Mm -hmm. there's another 21 inch, 22 ton bank vault door. Damn. And like no one person knows the code. There's like eight different people that know part of the code and each, like all eight of them change every day. I could never work in one of these places. I'm already late, like walking in the door and then there's just one door you got to go in. And there's no code yeah, or anything. No well, like, the good thing about like there is you live on base. Oh, okay. You oh, know, so you don't got far to go still. and you don't have to like commute through, you know, Dunkin' Donuts drive through traffic and I'm shit. I'm just thinking about like the people that like work inside the base, like all the way inside, like the people that are like housing the Terminator chip or some shit. Yeah. You know, like do they have to like do that shit? Like Miles Dyson had to go in and out of that freaking chamber every time he had to sit at his desk or some shit. Like doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully you get to punch in right when you get in the building. Right. Instead of like at your desk or something. I guess, but <laughs> yeah. you have to get all the way there. <laughs> it just seems like a really long way for nothing. Nope. Once you get to the computer chip, you get to, you get to punch in. <laughs> so they live there. Yeah, they live on the base. That's awesome. I mean, I guess that's what they that's what they do there. Yeah. And uh I guess the only way you could really break in is you'd have to do like the scheme from did you guys ever see Goldfinger? 
I mean, once. I don't remember. Because that's like the whole plot of Goldfinger is he wants to break into Fort Knox and set off a nuke in the vault to irradiate all the gold so that his the the value of his gold goes up. Right, okay, yeah. And so, like, the way that they do it, they have to, like, fly over with, like, crop dusters and, like, drop, like, sleeping gas or a nerve agent or something to take out everyone. Right. And then they go in, and they're not even trying to steal it, you know, and they couldn't even pull it off. Right. In a movie. But, yeah, so in 1974, there was, like, a Kentucky governor who was, like, wanted to know what was in there. So he arranged for them to let a bunch of politicians and news media in there. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time we've ever seen the inside of the vault. But they saw it. Yeah, and there's actual footage of it. Here, I'll show you guys. So there was gold, at least back then. Well, see, that's the thing. A lot of people, I'm not going to say a lot of people. There is a group of people. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories that there is no gold there. I've heard it. And that it's just tungsten bars painted gold. Oh. Oh. And, like, they have these news people walking around, and they, like, let them examine the gold, and they're, like, holding it and weighing it and shit. And it's like... But they might just have this one locker full of gold. Yeah. Like the one that they're letting you touch might be real. The rest of it could all be fake, right? Right. Or they could have just rented it for the day. Yeah. <laughs> Check out my Ferrari that I rented. That's really accurate. Someone holding a freaking scale in their hands. Yeah. They're holding like a produce scale from <laughs> like the weigh bananas on. <laughs> yeah. That looks pretty sus. Yeah. As they say. Yeah. That's uh, pretty He's weird. Like bouncing it. You said it was like 1974-ish? Yeah. Wow. But they they hold more than just gold there. And uh, like during World War II, like right after, like I think it was like a week or two after Pearl Harbor was attacked. Yeah. Like they took the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, and they locked them in there. Like we've we've held like the crown jewels for other countries when they're in war and stuff. They've sent them here and put them in there. That's weird to me, too. To hold other countries' stuff for well, them? That, well, that and, like, the weakest link is now, like, the trip. Right. Now you got to secure the trip. and Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God, that's scary. Yeah, getting it there. That's when they first, like, built Fort Knox. They were trying to figure out how to get gold there because... At the time, like we were still on the gold standard, and Roosevelt passed a law that you weren't allowed to have more than a certain amount of gold as a citizen. What? So they were buying it back from people. Why? Is that how that happened? Okay. Yeah. Wow. And so they got all this gold from all over the country, and they're like, how are we going to get it there securely? So they used the post office, and like they built like this special postal train that was like super armored and had mounted machine (laughs) guns and shit. And that's how they got all the gold there. This sounds like they robbed everybody. They paid them for it. Wow. Okay. What they said the market value was at the time. I don't know if it actually was. It's like the 1800s. Go rob this train. Well, yeah. You know, and people like complied because it was like a $10,000 fine and like jail time. If you like were found with, X amount of gold. I don't remember how what? much it was. Okay, this sounds like they robbed him. Anyway, I, I, I'm with you. I, did, I mean, I kind of heard that story, but I never really kind of knew the details. Yeah. I don't pay attention much anyway. Yeah, so that place is crazy secure. Wow. Well, I mean, and they could be hiding nothing. Right. <laughs> Some people think, like, there's alien craft and bodies there and stuff. Like it's like, that. let's make a deal, but in front of each door is, like, some kind of, like, you know, piranhas or <laughs> man-eating alligators or something. 
was it? Uh, Die Hard 3. Where they had With like the vengeance? Well, they stole yeah. it from the U.S. Treasury building in New York or whatever. Okay, they like went underneath it or something. And yeah, that shit's in the basement, right? Something the like Federal that. Reserve. Yeah. yeah, that shit's supposed to be really, yeah, really, really, really secure well, that's, too. The vault here is in the basement too. Yeah, I've heard that's really secure. I didn't really look much into that too because God knows what's going on there. Yeah. Talk about hearsay. You going to get on a list? I mean, I already felt weird about looking up. Where oh yeah, the, I know I'm shit. on a list because I was googling like Fort Knox security, <laughs> White House security. You know, like, I'm on a list. Oh god, yeah, that sucks. Well, yeah, especially when you're googling That's... like how much does Mark Zuckerberg spend on you know something for a year, which I think is like over like almost thirty million dollars. Yeah, it's like twenty seven million dollars a year for his security for his bodyguards. Uh, I think. Just is freaking nuts. Yeah. Like, what a waste. I mean, come on, man. I'm not saying he's not worth a human life, but big deal. He dies. Facebook no robot go is worth a human life. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. But you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, that's true. It's not like he's guarding the secrets of Facebook. Yeah. But at one time, there was one guy in charge of the internet. And he was like, I can't Al Gore. this. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that guy's name? John something or other. Anyway, he was John Internet. John Pastor or something. John Internet. John Q Internet. Yeah. But that's kind of weird that that had to evolve. I eventually imagined somewhere down the line that the queen or the king only had one guard. Yeah. Now they have like, I don't know, dozens of them probably. Oh, I bet oh, it's, it's even just, more than yeah. that. They probably have dozens on each shift. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like at a time. <laughs> It's absolutely insane. So that that shit's weird. I'm sure you've seen the the Queen's Guard, the formerly known as the Queen's Guard, I guess. R.I.P. It's the King's Guard now. Oh right, yeah. At Buckingham Palace, they they switched that shit really quick on the internet because it was like I was looking it up a couple weeks ago, and we had to you know take our little hiatus for a week, and then I was like, what? It's the King's Guard now? Like well, they switched the national right, anthem yeah. too, like right. right away. It's crazy because we started the planning for this show a while back. And yeah. Then, then the Queen died. And anywho, yeah. So it was the Queen's, and all my tabs got. I was like, what is going on here? Oh, it's the same thing. So they're the King's Guard now. And uh I guess they do actually have to protect the the king or the queen and the immediate royals. I thought they were just for show. Because of how they look, they're dressed silly as shit. Are they the ones well, with I mean, like the big tall hats and shit yeah, outside? Yeah, yeah, the they, and they're yeah. actually bearskin. St- oh, like yeah. still to yeah. this day. I guess they've tried synthetics to yeah. be more proper in many ways. And maybe to be lighter, but they didn't, you know, they had to rebuy them all the time because the dye would fade and because... They just didn't deal with, like, the weathering as well, it, Yeah, it didn't look nice. And I guess they're tall like that to make them look taller and, like, more badass. Yeah. And also so you can't really see where their head is if you're going to shoot it. Okay. Which is another reason why the chin strap is not on the chin. You guys never noticed that before? Yeah, it's, like, oh, okay. under their lip, right? It's just right under their lip so they can hold it on. Right, it's like between your bottom lip and your chin. Yeah, like they have to like kind crease. of do that. That's why they make that face, I guess, to keep the head on. <laughs> but uh, if you don't, if they didn't do that, you could get your neck broken because that thing's so heavy. I was going to say, oh, wow. that thing looks heavy as shit. Yeah, I probably heard how heavy it was, but didn't care to write it down. But it it's was heavy. probably in kilos anyway. So we yeah, I didn't know. understand it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so they're really heavy. They have to wear that, and they have to wear the big red coat and whatever. Yeah. And I read somewhere that it was only red because when they started designing that, that like red was just the easiest thing to get. I thought it'd be like, so if they were shot, you wouldn't be able to tell. That's what they always said, but it's just red was just the easiest thing to get. And 
it was only one single dyeing process as opposed to having to do different colors or whatever to make another color. So okay, that's why they went with red. Just cheaper. That's weird. You don't think of Royals just being like, do the cheap one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. you know, it'd be a paper plate. <laughs> I don't know who told me. My mother or someone always said that's why they're rich because they don't give their money away. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of true to a point, right? They're rich because they own everything. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. An argument for another episode, perhaps. But uh, other thing I, I learned was that, uh, you know, they have to pee themselves. There's no bathroom break. So you thought they're hiding the blood or well, they're hiding the piss. That's actually part of the uniform. Well, they don't have, like, some device. Like, you can buy a device, like, so you yeah. can piss in a stadium and not Depends. have to leave your seat. Well, they even have, like, a little straw thing that, like, yeah. hooks to your wiener, and then it runs down your leg into, like, a bag, stores it. They probably arrest them over there for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, they, they get to pee themselves if they have to go. Uh, if they have to faint, they actually have to faint in an appropriate way. <laughs> it's called faint to attention. They have so to they fall have- and land straight. Yeah. Like they have to be like in their position. Like a bowling pin. But yeah, but on the ground. Exactly. For like, Uh, you know, so they don't look like slouchy. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how often that happens. I don't know. It's really funny. I guess every 10 minutes, that's why you see them walking around all the time. The only reason they're supposed to walk around at all is so their heart doesn't just give out on them, basically, because it's it's not healthy just to stand there. Yeah. You You ever see the videos of, like, stupid tourists trying to get their pictures while they're doing their march, and they just blow them over? You don't think that's, like, what I did most of the time while I was looking this (laughs) shit up? Just just watch that in the background while I read things? Yeah. Just smack them in the face or something. Make way for the king's god! And then they smack, and then they're just like, dude, I've seen them really mess people up, man. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're being a dick and, like, trying to just take a picture of yourself like selfies and stuff and oh man i've seen people get run right the hell over but the only reason that they're walking around at all most of them is because they're supposed to not move from their if they're from their spot right. at all uh is just to get the heart moving man pretty funny that's like the people guarding like the door or something right there's like plenty of guards so walking oh, yeah. around right like because yeah. my buddy in england used to do that for the queen like he used to actually like be part of the queen's guard nice oh that's pretty and, awesome uh, yeah you you are walking down the street depending on what duty and stuff like yeah. that and escorting here and there but i think there's like a whole other like special thing uh detail for her also like personal guards and shit okay yeah it's like super yeah. high level shit right yeah, like her version be. of the secret service i yeah. think so i can't remember what the hell they're called but they do a lot of shit too people she probably knows really well and vice versa you know yeah I mean, I guess in 81, some nutbag actually drunk, like drunk ass just climbed up and shimmied up and got into her bedroom <laughs> and shit. Wow. And she called and people didn't call him right away. She got out of the bed. She's freaked out. And yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when shit finally goes down. Right. You know? <laughs> He's like, oh, what the hell? I'm in the queen's bedroom. Oh, this is crazy. Like, I think he was just being an asshole. I don't even think he knew what he was doing. I didn't read the whole article. Cause, right. Yeah, I don't really care, but interesting shit. Yeah, they're not even allowed to wipe their brow. They're not allowed to, like, scratch their nose. Screw that job, man. If you smile, they actually fine you. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, like, you get fined, like, a whole week's pay. It's a lot of L-crosses. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought that was bullshit. But, yeah, I mean, it seems to me like people are, like, super heavily guarded nowadays, and I didn't even realize it. Like, I knew they guarded Fort Knox and stuff. Like, you guard, like, money. Yeah. I just didn't realize, like... I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I get that Zuckerberg's worth bajillions of dollars and therefore he needs to protect his asset, which is himself. But like 
the company's still going to be there. Someone else just take, I don't know. This is silly to me. I guess, no, it's like you don't just automatically get Facebook if you kill him. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, like, I mean. That, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, it's not like killing an old king in right. the yeah, 1600s where you become king now. Right, right. That's what yeah. I'm saying, man. It's like you don't get to keep his shit now. You go to jail. <laughs> it's not and, like killing a freaking ancient like person where it's like, oh, sweet. Now I get the coffers. And yeah, I mean, a lot of times it really doesn't do anything to the company itself because it's run by so many different people, especially big companies nowadays. But like, I don't know, I think it would be a a huge blow to something like, you know, Tesla, if Elon Musk, you know. How weird is that, that I totally agree with you, that if Elon Musk dies, that whole company gets changed. If Zuckerberg dies, they just install like someone new, just exactly like him. Yeah, Zuck (laughs) 2.0. They just make another one. (laughs) Got a different haircut. <laughs> Dude, they already have one. Like his body actually just like flips around like some old school eighties action toy and it just yeah. like re sprouts another one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the weirdest part that I found out about the uh about the Queen's Guard, like one one more thing, is that you don't even have to be six foot anymore. You used to have to be six two, now you can be five ten. Okay. I still can't be one. <laughs> you probably have to be british too well, yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah. but i mean height wise i was like all right that's not you would think they would have made it taller though because everybody else is taller nowadays yeah Why would well, you maybe they just make the hat taller for the shorter guys oh my god yeah, yeah right but then you got to have a stronger neck right yeah. and that's why they had cut offs at 510 because if you were 5'9 and it was the right size right your, your head would just it's collapse. just proportionate yeah. to how heavy the, <laughs> the hat is i can see that you gotta have a corpse grinder neck if you're like 5'8 right. hold it up. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah you know and some of those like bodyguards for rich people they look huge and then some of them don't even look tough they look fat yeah kim kardashian's uh, bodyguard looks just really scary as does uh what's his face the beebs yeah bieber's bodyguard just looks super scary so does uh, uh lady gaga's bodyguard he's a monster but then it's like some of these people i'm like <laughs> dude what like <laughs> you're just a fat bro come come get me <laughs> i threw a rock at her come get me fatty i don't know like you don't run at me i'm sorry like i'm not trying to make fun of people but you would think he'd be a little bit more in shape yeah yeah but i it's mean like one of the beagle boys they no, might but just their know job, yeah, yeah the job isn't to chase people no it's to shoot you with a gun people yeah. that's true so he's like gonna knock down the the rock in midair or something or just stand in front of her and yeah yeah get to her they got snipers for the rocks <laughs> Gotta be big enough to cover that big ass, you know, or something like that. <laughs> I've seen people try to get at people, and like, you know, they really stomped them. Even the fatties. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to arm, you know, hand to hand combat with that guy. He'd probably just destroy you. But he just doesn't look like he's in shape. That's all I'm saying. The like, other guy, Lady Gaga's freaking guy, looks like he's Mister Universe. Yeah. Legit, he's got like 14 abs on each side. It's scary. Yeah, but I mean, they're just all gonna pull out a gun anyways maybe yeah. or yeah. just jump on you and beat the shit out of you I like think that that's guy weird. who yeah. tried to tack in Chappelle. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh he got all screwed up oh that was really funny you should google that oh the best was a couple years ago they were doing like the wwe hall of fame induction and inducting bret hart and some guy came up and tried tackling him oh, that, and then that. all the angry wrestlers grabbed that guy and just started beating the shit out of him <laughs> oh no Wait, what like that is not the place you want to mess with someone when one of their heroes is being honored and they're yeah. like three feet away from you you are done yeah like especially like a bunch of guys that are on roids that like don't get to attack anybody for real right <laughs> ever 
<laughs> oh boy. You know what I mean? It's like being in jail and like having a hot girl walk down the aisle. Yeah, that's a great video to look up to. <laughs> I bet. Oh God. They probably just <laughs> ravaged him. Bret Hart goes to like throw a punch. He's like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just just keep doing what I'm doing, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the guy that tackled Chappelle got like I saw him get carried off and his arm looking like it was bent yeah completely wrong way all by itself no one was holding it right (laughs) that's just how it was hanging at that point yeah so i can imagine what happened to the guy that got beat up by wrestlers (laughs) and then mike tyson just beats his own people he doesn't need any security guard (laughs) (laughs) kind of playing with asshole Mike Tyson should have to have a security guard to protect everyone else. Yeah. Right. There you are. <laughs> Can you imagine being scared of the guy you're protecting? Just being like, oh, <laughs> shit, you almost got too close to Mike Tyson. Yeah. Did you realize he was right there? Back up. Yeah. <sighs> or the, yeah, because he tries to beat him up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the really cool places that I found that is very secure is the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. Oh, yeah, it's out in, like, the Arctic or Antarctic or some shit. Yeah, it's in the Arctic. It's, like, on an island by, like, that Norway owns. Yeah. Like, what better place to put something on ice? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that's why they picked it, because, like, where it's built, it, like, goes into the mountain and, like, down below the permafrost. Yeah. And it would take, like, 200 years for the temperature of the permafrost to go to zero Celsius. Mind-blowing, man. So, and it's also, like, high enough up that if all the ice caps melted at once and the ocean levels raised and everything was flooded, it still wouldn't get in there. That's insane. I wonder how long they knew about that place before they went, oh, yeah, this is where we need all this shit. So, the seed bank is, like, it houses, like, in case we lose broccoli, you know? Yeah, it will just... (laughs) And in case there's like a disaster global thing where it's like all the crops get wasted. Yeah. But it's weird. Like I misunderstood how this thing operates. Like I thought that they were an organization that went around and collected all these seeds of everyone. So if something happened, they could, you know, like repopulate the plants. Okay. But they're actually more like a bank. Like they are a place and countries send their stuff there. And then, it's like a safety deposit box kind of thing. They're like, the Switzerland of food. Yeah. Like, yeah. like when the U.S. sends theirs, they like lock the boxes up and they keep the keys and send them. So like they just have to take it on faith that those are seeds in those boxes. Like you had to sign, the countries have to sign like these long contract things saying that they, they won't put uh, plants that like can be used for drugs. So like no pot, no heroin. Nothing like that. Walt Disney's not in there. And they also don't allow GMOs. Um, Yeah. So, like, I mean, seeds in general, if you try to send them to different countries and they go through customs. Yeah. Like, you can't just send seeds. Right. Because it could be invasive and damage their habitat or whatever. Right. That's why you can't send cats. Right. Yeah. It's a really weird, like, it's secure in every country, too. Yeah. And which is kind of crazy. But yeah, this place like houses all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. And they were like, I saw a bunch of videos where they were showing like the different boxes from different countries and they were showing like North Korea and South Korea are on the same shelf. Like they're like this place, like 
wars the outside world don't matter to this place everything gets along here you know we could put the two koreas right next to each other and everything's fine oh god he's just going nuts (laughs) thinking about that i can imagine right yeah it's not anything it's his seeds and like it's countries like people can't do it apparently like you couldn't be like oh i grow a bunch of wheat so i'm gonna send my wheat seeds there so if anything happens i can get them back like it has to be like the u.s and like it's actually our seed banks are the ones who send. like they the seed banks here collect shit and then they send some of the shit to norway to store it there really weird that they don't have to like validate what's in there because like for real man like, shouldn't you pop one of them and go, okay, that was broccoli? Right. You know, something. I'm saying, you would think. <laughs> some kind of validation. But yeah, uh, the groundbreaking for it was in 2006, and it opened in 2008, I think it was. Whoa. So this thing's still, you know, somewhat new, and like they just keep getting more and more seeds all the time, and there's only been one withdrawal from it. Like, everyone's been depositing stuff, but when the war broke out in syria recently like their seed bank got destroyed or damaged or something oh, really so they were able to like if it weren't for this norway one they would have lost tons of different varieties of whatever they grow there but they were able to withdraw their seeds and i think they only withdrew like half of them like they were smart and left some of them there and yeah now they have like their own seed banks and they're starting to regenerate it and send more deposits there to replenish what they had stored that's wild yeah yeah because there's like there's only maybe a dozen or so like depositors and suppose so like norway funded this and like storing seeds is free depositing seeds is completely free to any organization that does it yeah and they have like a bunch of international ones that are like the international maize and wheat improvement center so that would be like an international conglomerate of like research that goes into wheat and corn yeah and then you have different national corporations that are like ones based in u.s another in germany you have canada and so all these places can actually like deposit seeds well and i guess you don't necessarily have to be a country it just has to be like an organization right because like uh i think it was the cherokee people like the cherokee nations Mm -hmm. were the first tribal group to send some seeds there it just has to be an official representation of the official peoples of or people right you can't just be like hey my name's brian i grow brussels sprouts take my seeds And they said, like, they still get calls from people wanting to, like, send, like, their personal stuff. And even, like, some dudes are like, can I store my seed there? Can I send my sperm there? I was thinking, like, (laughs) Musk has, like, his own little seed bank somewhere. (laughs) And they were like, we don't even respond to those. We don't even entertain those. We don't give them anything back. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I think it's It's a great idea. I mean, the place really is, like designed to take a nuclear blast as well though yeah it's like a fallout shelter it's a bunker inside of a mountain yeah Yeah. which is pretty cool under the permafrost it's just in case any like crazy thing like that happens huge war whatever most people get wiped out then still have this available but i don't think it's like super secure as far as if someone broke in 
Right. Like, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any armed guards. Like, I don't even think it's manned 24 seven. Good luck getting there. That was what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's own yeah. Island in the middle of the Arctic ocean. So it's not exactly hospitable. Right. There was like nobody on like one eyed Willie ship when the kids got there. One eyed Willie was. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> they didn't have to really go through any of it. Yeah. After wait, once they got through all the booby traps. No, they just had to fight the octopus. They got cut out. <laughs> they, they got they cut out an octopus. Yeah, there was supposed to be a big octopus fight, and like the Cindy Lopper video for mm. the Goon, Goonies are good enough mm. has the octopus scene in it. And at the very end of the movie, when the kids are on the beach talking to their parents, Data is telling his dad about the giant octopus they fought. The things you learn on Talk <laughs> Stupid to Me. The things I learned. Yeah, me too. I already <laughs> knew these things. <laughs> well, I, yeah, no one said you learned anything. <laughs> I mean, speaking of learning things, the uh, one of the most secure things that I found was knowledge. Yeah. yeah. I know, think that was probably, like I said, the first thing that they actually tried to secure. Yeah. Encryption. And whether it was like data centers and stuff like that, but one, like one of the most intriguing ones is the Vatican archives. Oh, yeah. Vatican's an interesting place for like a place that would like literally almost crucify you for like talking about the sun and the moon and the stars. They have the biggest observatory in the world. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. You know, they have probably a shit ton. I had a professor one time who said, man, if I would just one hour in their library, that's all I'm asking. Oh. One hour. Yeah. <laughs> Cause nobody's allowed in there. I mean, they're their own sovereign nation. Yeah, we could probably yeah. do a whole episode on the Vatican. You're not lying. The thing is like, they have like the, the archives, everyone, considers them to be secret archives which they're really not yeah the thing is that like no one knows exactly what's in there right we know that they exist but the the stuff in there is the secret i mean i'd say that's a secret archive then right i mean like the the fact that it's an archive isn't secret is what you're saying yeah i mean they have some ancient scriptures in there like all sorts of stuff in there. they didn't really burn the library of alexandria they moved it to the vatican yeah i mean you know According to the information I found, it's about 53 miles of shelving. Wow. Holy shit. That's a lot of miles. It's not all in one room. No, that'd be a ginormous room. <laughs> but okay, most of it is. Most of it's in one room. What? what There's do you mean? one How? room that has like nearly 40 miles of shelving. But, you know, obviously it's not a straight road. Right. You know, it's like. Right. It's not 40 miles long. Yeah. That's still a big room. Yeah. The amount of literature in there is crazy. And they only let people go in like the first couple rooms. There's a few things too that are even locked behind cages inside the library itself. That is like locked and secure. You have to get through guards and all sorts of stuff. I imagine it's like one of those like medieval libraries too, where like the books are chained to like a bar on the shelf. So you can't even <laughs> yeah. take it off the shelf. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a pen at the bank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have like climatized rooms and everything. You know, it's not just like a shitty basement. It's like a really like perfect climate for old yeah. books so they don't get damaged, you know, so it's not too humid in there. And they have like even more uh, sensitive documents, like old scrolls with the original wax seals and stuff like that. Still on I wonder if they have like holy water humidifiers and shit. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> when you have to, 
<laughs> Bless Jeez. the dehumidifiers. So everything's oh, wow. holy water. Yeah, and then Jeez. take it out when you like empty it. You have to bless that water and put it back in the other one for the winter. <laughs> Waste not, want not. But like to get into the library and up until the 1900s, almost. Yeah, you had to be like pretty much the pre, like the pope, right, or at least a, a cardinal. Up, yeah, high up cardinal, something like that, and you had to be over 75 years old. Okay. So, so you had to be like the oldest person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You had to actually be a scholar as well. Like so all these like rules. One, one of three people. They're like, and your name has to be John. John's sitting there with the pen. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. You're narrowing it down a little too much. Here. Yeah, for sure. You but they left handed <laughs> and, and right eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they, they kind of lessen the requirements for it. Like, you don't have to... You only have yeah. to be 73 now. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a conspiracy theory that there's something called the Chronovisor. Oh, yeah, Chronovision. No, oh, it's not a game. That's Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So no, it's a TV that can see in the past. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Yeah. That's crazy shit. I don't know. Was it just the past? Because I heard it could like see, see everything, yeah. right? Oh, I thought it could only go into the past, like that it picked up the energy from past events or something. I don't know if it can see in the future. But yeah, like they've claimed to have watched the crucifixion and stuff on it. Uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. You know what, though? Like, now I'm just going to call shenanigans here because you would show that. Well, and my whole thing is like, does it have to be in the place it happened? Like, can I be here in in Dearborn, Michigan, and watch the crucifixion that happened? Oh. Like there, you know what I mean? Like, right. does it it's, transcend it's time and space? Is it like the TARDIS, or you, is it just right. a straight up time machine like the DeLorean? You can't put like a Google Chromecast on that thing, right? No, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, it's share like a- screen. <laughs> I mean, is it ever going to burn out as like a tube TV or something? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) You would think they would have been at least like a little better technology than that. If you're going to make that. Yeah. I mean, it's really dubbed like the time traveling TV. But I think, you know, being that, oh, they can see the past. I just think they have so much like documentation of old events. Right. They have so much documentation of the past. It's like seeing it. Yeah. (laughs) And, And I mean, that's what the whole library is supposed to be about. Yeah. Is to have documents about history. I wonder what, like, the newest thing in there. Like, do you think they have a copy of the Da Vinci Code in the archives? Oh, that's <laughs> they might. They probably have one of those uh, rooms from the X Men slash, and they probably have everything, like the one from Star Trek at two. What are yeah. they called? What's the Rex Holodeck? Yeah, they have all that shit. They have all the all the issues of Nintendo Power and shit in there. <laughs> when you That'd get to great. the basement of area 51 you actually warp to the vatican yeah <laughs> i wish they were more forthcoming with what's actually in there yeah the, the weird thing though with the library too is that they have spell books or something like grimoires yeah and i'm like what is it church like you know they have everything i'm yeah, telling you reason they probably you they probably do have nintendo power in there i wouldn't doubt <laughs> it and i mean them having spell books makes sense because they like to act like they don't use magic but if an exorcism isn't them doing like spells and magic i don't know what is right oh uh, yeah that's true you're literally <laughs> so. sitting there chanting and only the the priest can do it and you have to sprinkle the right water and you know like it's magic <laughs> 
You know? Yeah, I guess so. Never believe it's not so. <laughs> Water to wine, fishes and loaves. It's all magic. <laughs> Sounds like it. You make me want to do another show on magic. Uh, well, until then, you guys can check out that show or wait till Lollapanooza comes on Friday. Share the show with your friends. We've got some YouTube clips up there. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you later. 